Welcome to the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. You're listening to the new series where I answer specific coaching questions in five minutes. So let's take five. This episode is brought to you by the Cheer Coach Planner. Are you ready to replace your bulky coach binder? If so, then you should check out the Cheer Coach Planner. Designed specifically for cheerleading coaches, the Cheer Coach Planner helps you to simplify the administrative side of coaching through the use of planning and organization. Inside, you'll find over 250 pages, including 12 undated monthly calendars, daily life and practice planners, a team section full of forms to help you keep track of everything specific to your team, like rosters, absences, and athlete profiles, and a season section full of forms to help you keep track of everything related to your season, like tryouts, fundraising, game days, pep rallies, and competitions. With a physical planner, digital planner options, and new planners for your captains, you're bound to find an option that works for you. Check them out at cheercoachplanner.com or visit the link in my show notes. The Cheer Coach Planner, your season, your plan. Okay, here's the scenario. I'm a fairly new high school assistant coach, and this will be my first normal cheer season. The head coach has me run practice sometimes, so I'm wondering how I can be more confident in coaching my girls when they're stunting and I'm alone with them. I'm terrified someone is going to get injured on my watch. I cheered in high school and part of college, but the squad I coach is way more advanced than the squads that I cheered on. I feel inadequate and insecure when it comes to stunting. Any tips or resources to gain confidence are most welcome. As far as gaining confidence in your stunting ability and your coaching ability... I would just say to come to practice prepared. If you know that you're working on a specific skill, do some research, watch a ton of videos, and try to learn the best techniques to teach your team when you get there. At the beginning of your season, you should be attending a coaches conference where they will teach you several drills and stunting techniques there as well. And when you go to camp, take lots of notes. Record all of the stunts that they teach you so you can refer to them later. If there are athletes on the team who have already performed this skill and found success with it, ask them to explain how to do it to those that are still learning. This doesn't necessarily mean that you as the coach are inadequate. More often than not, giving your athletes an opportunity to teach helps them learn to become better leaders. It's also good to get advice from those who perform this skill often. If you teach something wrong, it's okay. Stunting is all about trial and error. It's going to take some time before a group can hit a skill with technical excellence. Just tell the athletes what you're seeing along the way. This could be like, hey, flyer, your feet are too far apart. You need to squeeze those ankles together. Bases, you need to drive with your legs to get that pop a little higher in the cradle. If you continue in this pattern of just repeating what you're watching, eventually the athletes are going to use the critiques, and put them into practice so that eventually the stunt happens for them. It's completely normal and totally understandable to be worried about having injuries happen on your watch, but they're bound to happen eventually. Trust me, I've seen so many concussions and dislocated body parts that it almost seems as if a cheer season isn't complete without them. No matter If you're a head coach or an assistant coach, you're going to be left alone with your athletes from time to time, and cheerleading is a dangerous sport, and you can do everything in your power to prepare them for safe stunting and prepare them for if an injury does occur. The best thing to do 
during those situations is to remain calm and follow the emergency protocols that you and your head coach have in place for times like these. If you're not sure what those are, go ahead and ask your head coach. It's better to be fully informed than to go into a situation unprepared. Create a culture that is surrounded by safe stunting. Make it a habit to spot other groups, especially when they're working new skills. I know for my team, whenever a new stunt is being performed, sometimes we only work one group at a time and other times we have groups spotting each other while they're working that new skill. But nobody should be performing a skill they haven't done without spots. Typically in my practices, if someone hits the ground, the whole team conditions for it. We take safety very seriously. So I think the best thing that you can do as a coach is remind your athletes the importance of safety and stunting. Trust me when I say I know how you feel when you're saying that your team, that your coach is way more advanced than the one you cheered on. That's the case for myself, and I'm amazed by some of the skills that my athletes can do. But as the sport progresses, your athletes are going to continue to progress with it. The best thing that you can do as a coach is to prepare them with the basics, get those solid, get some reps in, and drill those skills. More often than not, the difficult skills are going to be taught at camps and clinics. But just because they're taught at camp doesn't mean you won't be performing them at practice. So again, when you are learning them, take notes and record lots of videos. If you're not sure how something is done, there's no harm in asking the staff for clarification. I hope that you found some of this information helpful. I know that you can get through this season and hopefully gain some more confidence in your stunting and coaching abilities. If you want to be a part of the next episode, please leave a listener voice message. Link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and go make a difference.